I got this. Okay. We are starting. So we're running uh, a couple new characters today. Just kind of a little side one-off session here. Try out some new characters. Um, so the the two adventurers find themselves in the in the Harshland territories. They're maybe a day or so out of Harshhaven, which is the kind of the almost the border edge town of the Harshland territories, where the uh, spanning bridge goes out across the Unpass River, allowing the main traffic of caravans to leave the Harshland territories and and ultimately a good portion of the danger behind so a lot of a lot of caravan guards and mercenaries find themselves as a, as a collection point a lot of times their duties are done when they when they get to Harshaven and the the two-party um, adventurer uh, situation here ha is consists of a turtle barbarian and a elven monk so I'm just gonna have uh, bro go ahead and describe your elven monk for us here and his name uh, his name is Torleth Lethalus we're going to turn you up can you hear me better yes I can hear you better okay Torleth Lethalus he's got about shoulder length black hair that he typically keeps in a ponytail that goes down along the nape of his neck bright green eyes uh, no facial hair uh, typically wears a hood over the top of his head and he has a small mask that he wears over the lower part so you usually can only see his green eyes robes a little bit ornate looking a uh, little bit eastern mysticism kind of a look to it uh when you do see his face he looks really familiar like you maybe have seen a portrait of him somewhere or, or something that nags at the back of your memory uh, fairly easygoing guy very quiet okay all right and his name is again? Torleth Lathalus. Torleth Lathalus, the elven monk. And then we switch over to his traveling companion, the turtle barbarian. Uh, John, if you want to give him a brief description. Brian is uh, six foot five, 400 pounds of aquamarine muscle, sinewy hide, and turtle shell. Uh, and often booming laughter unless you make him mad mm-hmm gotcha okay so you the the uh, adventurers had most likely come into contact um, through one job or another uh, Brian has a uh, a speckled past you might say he has uh, somewhat of a bad reputation in certain areas especially in coastal regions uh, and I'm assuming, unless you correct me, he's probably, you know, that's kind of his way of life. So he probably has earned a little bit of a reputation along this caravan line as well. Oh, he's as friendly as that could be. <laughs> okay, good, good. And uh, so he's uh, definitely, I would say, probably more inclined to to ocean and seagoing situations, but his travels have brought him inland into the Harshland territories to make a little bit of money. Maybe he's per between between ships, if you were. Yeah, that's exactly it. And so Torleth uh, is also uh, a, kind of an individual of it's unusual to 
potentially find his his type of, of uh, class, if you will, down in the Harshland territories, wandering the caravan lines. Um, what kind of brought him down this way? Uh, who, Torleth? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. You, you said down. Uh, that's me. Um, wandering. A little bit of a wanderlust, a little bit of a search for knowledge, a little bit of a search for Zen. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. All right. And man, I heard there's killer waves down here, dude. <laughs> All right, well, uh... Not in the middle of here. <laughs> the, the barbarians looking around, looking for the waves. Trollith Wait. doesn't have a good sense of direction, so... <laughs> Fortunately, uh, Brian does. So the uh, the party finds themselves along the familiar road between Packers Den and Harshhaven. They know they're probably a good days out of Harshhaven, having just left the caravan that they were with. They've got a, a little bit of coin in their pocket, not very much at all, um, but uh, you know enough to get them by in the, into the next town until they can find their next job. And they just happen to be going along the road where a very large uh, section of forest uh, resides in the Harshland. Uh, more, more into the evergreen type of forest situation, but a few deciduous trees still speckling throughout. And uh, no, I'm sorry, are we currently guarding a caravan? You are not. You're between okay. between jobs. You've, gotcha. you've you basically had. You dropped your caravan essentially at Harshhaven. Your duties no longer required once they got out right. into the the midlands. Yep. Sorry if you already said that. No, you're you're good. So the as you're you're striding along this very well traveled road, uh, it is just you. you. You haven't come across anyone else in the in the past hour or so. And off to your right into the the dense forest, you hear shouts. And there's a couple of plumes of smoke rising above the forest. If you continue down the road, you can see a, a, a section of, of road that branches off. It appears to be a heavily rutted wagon trail that leads into the forest, uh, as well as the, the forest itself. You could you could take off just off the road, running right through the forest. Uh, but you, you hear these noises, you hear shouts, um, and you can hear see those plumes of smoke rising up out of the forest probably not more than a good 10 minutes run someone's having a bonfire man not without me and brian's (laughs) gonna take off at a trot (laughs) okay why the hurry man why I was going after him. <laughs> so the, the the adventures are taken off running through the... Now, are you going to follow the heavily rutted wagon trail, or are you going to run up through the forest? I'm going to follow the heavy turtle. All right. Where's... Uh, I probably... The trail probably would be better if the dense forest and a wide turtle shell probably don't come real well. Gotcha. Okay. So you... you run up this wagon trail uh give me a, a couple of quick endurance checks uh, constitution checks if you will uh just a check yeah just a straight up check uh 12 all right 12 for Brian. 21 man nice so that, i mean the tortoise is he, he's not a 
uh, a, a turtle is is not necessarily not a sprinter. Yeah, he's not a sprinter. I mean, he he could do a little endurance running perhaps, but uh, the monk is his feet are are just flashing through the the low cut grass along or the low trampled down grass alongside this heavily rutted wagon trail, and within the the few minutes of moving up along the trail you begin to hear the the sounds closer you can hear yelling screaming uh occasional uh, clanging of metal and the smell of burning wood more like structure wood is readily apparent on on the wind that is uh, kind of wafting the smoke through this forest and washing over you Uh, well, I guess continue on until we see what's going on. Okay. So the you guys could continue up the road, and you, you start to break out into an open area of the wood. You can see what looks like a wooden structure, uh, hold you know lashed together with leather strapping and and actual uh, wooden wooden structure uh, sectional areas. There are some types of defenses are set up along the outside of this wooden uh, fence line. And as you get to the edges of the trees, locked in combat, not noticing you at this point, there are these small, smaller figures than you darting around, firing crude arrows up at what it looks like some just heavy, muscled, armed lumberjacks that are trying to fight off what looks like a goblin raid. Not uncommon in the Harsh Lands, but somewhat uncommon this close to Harsh Haven. Goblins, man. Harsh. Are we going to do something? Or... Uh, Brian hasn't even slowed down. He's going to draw his great uh... axe. <laughs> And start to sing of the sea. <laughs> okay. What's he starting? Singing about the sea. Oh, nice. So as you can see here, there's uh, sections of, of this area that are on fire. The small outbuilding here near the the what looks like they had started to create a kind of rudimentary garden here is, is on fire and smoke is spilling up into the air. More of these goblins are, are racing down around the edges, firing bows up toward the, what looks like very crude, almost ballista-style uh, mechanisms on top of wooden towers as the really the only defense. Ahead of you, there are corpses of, of commoners lying in the road, clearly were caught by surprise as the goblins came spilling onto them. And uh, it's uh, it's not looking great for these guys. The 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 doors to the the palisade, if you will, are still closed, but they appear to have been battered. One is slightly hanging off its hinges. Uh, well, where are we? So you're over here. T- um gonna bounce up here on the map to the kind of the west of the the entrance the road that heavily rutted wagon trail that you've been following leads straight straight up to the doors uh well i'm gonna make for the nearest goblin (laughs) okay all right so uh we are gonna go ahead and roll initiative 
one moment before you do that, though. Let me get this actually running here. Hey, it pulled in the right character for Broham. Alright, go ahead and roll your initiative. Five. Whew. With the total blazing of speeds. I need to change off Elthinius's fuzzy dice to something a little bit more so, longer. So this goblin right here, he's he's kind of down below one of the stumps of the trees. He's got a crude arrow knocked into his his uh, roughly created bow. He's actually going to roll a quick uh, a quick perception here to see if he even notices you guys in this whole situation. Uh, not being stealthy, just as an FYI. Not like not being stealthy. Yet. Yeah, I'm I'm not being stealthy. I had already claimed yeah. the bat boy, but again, yeah. Well, it's it's so it's so loud. The fire is roaring to his left over here. He does not notice you as you are are making your approach, and so he knocks an arrow, fires it up at the 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 lumber commoner or lumberjack, if you will, that's on the top of this tower trying to defend the entrance to the to the lumber camp, and he. It's a 13. So the arrow sings through the air. You can see it strike the person in the upper neck area of the of him of his structure. And with a gurgle, you can see him fall backwards and disappear out of sight on top of the walls. And then the Goblin's going to remain where he's at, and he's just he's yelling something, and he's knocking another arrow into his into the bow. So we go to this one who who fires. You can hear this massive whoosh as a large uh, projectile sings out through the air heading directly for this goblin that's darting behind the wagon at the front of the gates. <laughs> and he did it! Oh. It kind of just grazes him, though. And you can see him spin away, blood uh, spouts into the air. And he darts in underneath the, the wagon, breathing heavily from a with a pretty large gash across his back, where that large projectile just kind of scun him. And then it goes to Torleth, our monk. Uh, so these chaps here are these are bodies, correct? Uh, directly in front of us. They are. And then there's a, a dingleberry over here. There is. He's he's the one that just fired his arrow and looks to have killed the one on the, um, one of the commoners on the wall. I think, if I remember correctly, the monk has a bit more movement speed. He does. I want to say you have a roughly forty feet of basic movement. Forty-five. Forty-five. As a wood elf, it as a wood elf, it would have been thirty-five. Ah, that's point. right. That's right. Yeehaw, baby. Wow, that's a lot. Now, interesting feature over here, bro, on your left. You see in the buttons, the, the grid line? 
the, there's a, if you click this line and you go from your character and hold down, if you roughly know how many squares it is uh, that you can go, which would be six would have been 30, uh, eight would have been 40, so you can go nine squares right. at your normal pace. So if you use that measurement, um, because the grid's already on the map, it'll measure it for you. And that's what, how many spaces, 13.9 spaces or what? Right, he's, well, from you, he's 12.5 spaces, not counting going over a log, but. Yeah, it looks to me like, it comes up in inches when you're doing it. <laughs> oh, no, uh, so when you mouse over that button, there's a, a circle right to the right of it. Uh, Click that and change it to grid. Which button are you talking about? Top left-hand side, it says line. Top left-hand side, the where you see like the drawing, the yeah, I see draw, I see. Do you see flip, combine? It looks like a measure. Purple? Oh no! With an arrow pointing down, do you not have that? Yeah, says, that was grayed out for us. It's grayed out for We're us. Not allowed. Oh, uh, hold on. Grids, permissions, uh, scaling, locking. Drawing. Wonder what that would come under. Yeah, I'd say it's not giving. Oh, that. there we go. There you go. Yeah. Yep. There it is. Thank you. Thunder. Okay, so <clears throat> it says inch two D auto edge and no log. So you're gonna click the one that says inch. Change that to grid. Okay, got it. And now you can click and hold from your your character, and it will tell you 12.5. You know that's that's how far it is from okay, you so to I got, that. I got 11.7. I can go nine, so I I could probably go somewhere in this range then. Correct. Interesting. Okay. So that's a quick way to do that, unless you want to manually count them. That's up to you. Uh. Well, if I can't get to his royal buttness, then I'm going to draw my longbow and shoot at him. Okay. Unstrap my large zen bow from my back and take a twang. He does have a, a, some partial cover due to the log laying on the ground. and He's a small kind of creature, but uh, you potentially can shoot it. Well, potentially is good. Seventeen. What in the world was that? I'm okay. Uh, apparently, uh, I can make pings too. <laughs> yeah, we used to be able to do that with one of the other things previously. <laughs> it's the measuring stick. You just double click in the square and it'll ping it. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, I see. Enough, right? That's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So if you want to show somebody, like, here, Rich, here, uh, <laughs> that might that might be you know an option. <laughs> sound levels here okay so you are a firing yes I rolled a 17 17 okay this thing that that hits oh exactly uh, 
So the the arrow sails in over the top of the log, slamming into this unsuspecting uh, goblinoid who is knocking his own arrow, and just punctures through the back of his head, out through the front, and he falls over. Take that, gnarly little dude. Um, still move. Yes, you can. Crap. I gotta turn the gotta turn the thing off before you can move yourself. Yeah, you just click on the the hand pointer thing. Now it's going to flip. All right, I got it. I got it. I got this. What am I running across here? Like semi covered logs here? Uh those those are actually kind of they've tried to make some like a garden essentially. Oh, okay. Let's snug right up against the back of the building here. Okay. Oh, oh and this building's on fire. So I will snug semi to the building. Where'd I, where'd I go? Oh, you're shrinking me. I was giving you the corrected one. Is that where you wanted to be? Yes. All right, so the monk takes off running, his feet flashing, and carries him quickly up to the burning structure. You can feel the heat kind of rolling in off your off your face as you get, as you get close. All right, end of your turn. Yes. And then it goes to this goblin here. He's gonna do a quick perception check as well. And he's gonna fail it with catastrophically uh, <laughs> in that type of a uh, that roll. Not good. So he is knocking an arrow and firing firing it up at the guy behind the wall here. And with oof, a 19, the arrow finds a home. Oh, and. You hear another scream as one of these uh, people on the wall fall back out of sight. Well, they might not be observing, but they're good shots. Okay. Back against the, the wagon up here, you can see this, this goblin snarling uh, is also going to make a perception check. And his eyes widen as he looks down the road, and he and he points down to to Brian, and he's screeching something. And uh, ba, ba, ba. that's about nineteen squares. Oop. So that's ninety-five feet roughly. So that's into his second range increment. So he is knocking an arrow and firing at Brian uh, with disadvantage. Okay. Woof! Double 18s for a total of 22. Well, that hits. Alright. So the arrow comes cr just crashing out of the air and slams into the the shoulder of the, the turtle doing a total of six piercing damage. 
Okay. And he has adjusted himself behind the wagon, so he's out of view of the guy on the wall. Reading his next arrow, and then it goes to Brian. Uh, Brian is a target now. <laughs> I believe I can move six squares. Yep. There you go. Uh, and that leaves him... Fifty feet from me? Yep. B roughly. All right. Well, actually, about uh, 50, well, 50, like, 55. Right, I go right like that. Okay, but that's yeah. still within my, yeah. I believe. Yeah, that's uh, that's going to be outside, so it'll be with disadvantage, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Uh, I'm going to come run it up i'm still singing of the sea okay but uh uh my voice is gonna deepen and my eyes are gonna start to glow and i'm gonna rage okay and with the uh, battle axe or with the uh great axe in one hand i'm gonna reach back and unhitch one of the javelins strapped to my shell and give it a throw the goblin goes and uh the javelin comes sailing through the air at it Well, it's an 18 instead of a natural 20. 18 hits. It sails in, and that large javelin catches it right in the groin. For a total of seven points of piercing damage. You can see the thing go, and gets pinned to the side of the wagon, and it is not moving. All right. And uh, Brian's turn? Yep. Movement action bonus action. All right. So this goblin over here is going to make a perception check. And at this point, he sees Brian. He actually sees the monk over here as well. Um... Whew. That's like that's that's a ways out there. Fifty, uh, like eighty some odd feet, maybe 90, 85 feet from him. So it's over his range increment. But he's gonna knock an arrow, and he is going to fire. <laughs> wow. Natural 20 and a natural one. <laughs> and so the arrow, he tries to launch it off. He's going to make a, a quick d20 roll here. Odds, uh, it shatters and does damage to him. Evens, it just falls into the ground. All right, so it just, it kind of, he grabbed it too quickly. It falls out of his fingers. He, he fires the bowstring, but the arrow's already fallen off the bow and at his feet. 
And then it goes... Oh yeah, he's down. Okay, you can hear yelling from the other side of the palisade. And then it goes back to... This guy here, who is in the process of reloading that that large ballista. And it goes to Torleth. Uh, a quick scan of the battlefield shows Torleth that there are just two little shops over here, correct? That is correct. You see movement on the far side. You can see them, one trying to fire a bow at Brian, but is appearing to have technical difficulties. Uh, the dash action. Yes. That increases my move by double, or? Yes. So that would be 90? That is correct. And they are 20 squares from me, so that would need to be 100, correct? That is correct. All right, then I'm going to launch uh, an arrow from my longbow at him. Okay. Still in my first range increment. Yep. Um, just roll. He disadvantage, advantage, what? I uh, don't no, just go ahead and make a roll. He has a little bit of cover. 15. 15, the arrow slams into the log just in front of the goblin. You see him go, and uh, his eyes get really wide. All right. The bounding strides, the, the monk comes racing back from the fiery building running across the open field toward the other two goblins. Like the wind. This one's screeching. This one now turns and looks. He sees the monk running at him and goes, and grabs for an arrow and fires it. Uh, that is going to be... 15... So that's, what, 75 feet? So that's within his first range increment, so he's going to fire. And he gets a 15. But I'm going to give you a, probably a, a little partial cover here. I'd say your armor class is increased by 2. Well, a 15 wouldn't have hit me anyway. My AC is a 16. A 16, okay. So the, the arrow flashes over the top of your head. Brian hears it go by. And you are still running toward him unfettered. I'll smile under my mask. You see the, the goblin grab something, and he starts to run around this side. You can see he's he's hauling a, a very rudimentary scaling ladder. <laughs> and he gets to here. And it goes to Brian. Alright, another... All right, 
I'm gonna, again, reach back and grab another javelin. Okay. Throw it at this guy. See. <laughs> and after seeing what happened to his other his other buddy up near the walls, he's getting a bit concerned as this large javelin is hurtling out of the air at him. He does have a little cover. Nope. Eight. That one go, kind of goes wide and sails around the um, up more toward the walls than than toward him. All right, end of your turn. Yep. So this goblin, he knows he can't get to you right off. So he he grabs for another arrow, and is firing at the monk. This time, getting a seven total, and he's, the arrow goes super high into the air, arcs over, and goes sailing off into the fiery building behind you guys. With that, he's like, mm, and five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Actually, twenty-five. He gets down behind the logs on this side, uh, and pops it kind of out of out of your view. And then it goes back to Torlip. So the monk is running up near the walls. Still can't see this guy. He's down behind the logs. Actually, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to spend a key point. Okay. And with my key point, I'm going to use Step of the Wind. All right. That gives you some extra movement, I believe, right? Yeah, I can take the disengager dash action as a bonus action this turn. Okay. So if you'd done that, that would definitely get you there in this turn, because um, I think that was about 75 feet from where you started. Yeah, that's going to put me right up here. That uses my bonus action to be econ economical with my bonus actions in this, I think. Um... come racing up on this this smaller humanoid he drops the ladder that uh he's hauling up near the walls his eyes grow large as your figure races into his vision as i come in i'm gonna do a flying knee right at the top of his head okay Twenty-four. Ooh, and that knee connects. He's not even able to get his his crude shield into play. Um, his leather doesn't help him. Your knee just crunches into the side of his head. Eight points damage. And his eyes just roll back, and he flops to the ground. Okay. Well, yeah, that'll end my turn. Man, these moths can move. <laughs> yeah, they can. All right. 
And speaking of moving, it's total time. Uh, back to Brian. Can I see this guy? He is fully down behind those logs. He's like crouched right down. Uh, I'm going to throw a javelin to that area anyway. Okay. So with a, a hefty arc to the javelin, going to make an attack with disadvantage. Yeah. Ten. Ten. The javelin sails up into the air and then falls a good ten feet short, sticking into the top of the logs. Okay. End of your turn. Yep. So it goes to this guy. Seeing what just happened to his buddy, he's like, oh crap! And he snaps a shot at Torlith with his uh, short bow. Getting a natural one. Even see. <laughs> so. Oh, it's okay, he does not. So it, it, another arrow falls out of his clumsy fingers, and he takes off running. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And that's as far as he could get. And then it goes back to Torlip. I'll snap a shot with my longbow. Okay. So you're fire over the top of the logs this running figure he's running away from you Ooh, seven seven goes wide slams into the tree branches off to the left you can hear the the arrows shattering through the trees and then it goes to brian oh i i need to move oh yes yes sorry Bonus action. Uh, run up on him and like uh, do a sliding kick. Okay. Bonus action. Are you using key to do that? Negative. Okay. I can. Uh, I can make. Well, no, I didn't attack with a monk weapon. I apologize. So no, I just. I've just run up on him. Okay. All right, so the, the monk closes the distance on this thing, who is, is you can see he's tossing his bow, <laughs> and he's grabbing at some kind of club on his on his side. And then now it's Brian's turn. And this time, unhitching the. Uh hand axe from my belt as I run. I'm going to throw it at the goblin. <laughs> okay. You see the turtle barbarian come rushing in from your side. Something flashes into his hands. For a total of 18 to hit. That hits it. Catches it right in the side. For a total of 8 points of damage. And he just you can see, opens up a massive gash in his side and he spins falling into the grass not moving.
so there's still fire crackling shouts coming from inside the the palisade you can see one person on the walls they're waving frantically to you beckoning you toward the doors of the of the actual lumber camp itself uh well i will move up and grab my hand axe and my two javelins from the wood pile okay and my head start heading towards the door so you guys come racing up onto the to the door itself several people inside pull one of the doors that's still functional aside so you can get your way in and there's more shouts coming from the back of the of the lumber camp at this point they've got ladders to the walls and you can see and hear a scream in the far side of the of the lumber camp as the person on the the ballista over there falls backwards and down the stairs leading up to the tower Well, then I guess we should make our way towards that. All right. So just in the sense that because you're having to move across this this camp, I'm going to have you guys re-roll your initiative. As you've had a, a, a little bit of a moment to breathe as you were grabbing weapons and things. Woo! 20 for Brian. 23 for Torlet. And not as high for the goblins. So you can hear the shouts. You can hear us. They're, they're yelling, ladders, ladders, ladders. And uh, people are rushing over, you can, running by you to try to put out the fires. You can hear the scream in the far... Um, what would be your northeast corner of the of the lumber mill as a the, the guard falls off the the tower? What is Torleth doing? First, I have to find myself. There I am. I am going to take the dash action. Okay. Not the one using key, just dash itself. Okay. That's about how far I can get. Okay. So the monk takes off running through the encampment, weaving through the people, rushing by with buckets of water. Smoke is spilling across the camp. Vault. I might have vaulted a tent. Maybe. Might have might have vaulted a tent or gone through it. Yep. <laughs> All right. From there, it goes to Brian. Brian will just go through the tent. <laughs> I will also die. as I can get and yes anything that got caught on me is coming with me <laughs> okay <laughs> so give me a quick dex check you don't think maybe it would be a strength check uh, well I mean if you're trying to avoid it if you're not trying to avoid it then yes just a strength check I'm not trying to avoid it oh okay yeah give me a strength check with advantage tent. is this running tent coming at us <laughs> who's flying who's running this flying umbrella 
Fourteen. Oh, oh yeah, there's tents posts ripping out of the ground. There's screams of people <laughs> running by as tents are flying up into the air as this total barbarian is just crashing through the area. Pottery's being smashed. People's dinners are getting upended, but he's he's coming through. I've started to sing of the sea again. <laughs> All right. And then it goes to this guy. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. As you're racing across the, the camp, suddenly you see the top of a scaling ladder come into view as it is vaulted up through the air and let drop so that it clatters off the side of the of the encampment wall and you can hear shouts in that uh, that high-pitched whiny voices again all right that is the end of his turn and then 5 10 15 20 25 the first of the goblins comes up through the up over the wall vaulting up over the edge of it landing on top of the platform where the ballista is how, how tall is it up there uh roughly roughly about 15 feet maybe if that okay thank you so 5 10 15 20 25 30 he is not quite able to get up all the way on the ladder so I'm just going to mark him there. We'll just understand that he's partly on the ladder. And there is now a roadblock for getting up the ladder. And <laughs> it goes... Well, they brought the one ladder? <laughs> well, well, you know. uh, well, they had more, but you killed them with the, the guys <laughs> with the ladders. So it, it then goes to Torlet, seeing the first figure come vaulting up over the wall. Just so you know, we're listening to this music here. I think I'm going to snap a shot with my, my bow from here. All right. Now, it, are these stairs or is That's, this a ladder? It's more of a ladder. Ah, okay. Then uh, I'm going to swing around behind the ladder. Okay. And uh, whole position. If somebody comes down the ladder, I'm going to attack. Okay. So you're kind of setting a ready action to attack if they come down. Correct. Okay. And it goes to Brian. Here he comes. The music is swelling. It is. <laughs> There's a tent flapping behind him. <laughs> Maybe two. Twine is still entangled around his arms. Yep. That's me. All right. He, he comes racing he's up. He's on sale now. You can, you can hear the flapping of the tent as he's coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that tent's not going to catch on fire. Uh-uh. All right. And it then goes to Goblin D, who is... Uh, 
scaling up the side of the ladder. He's going to make a dex check. Okay, yeah, really well done. 19. He comes up the side of the of the ladder, goes past a, one of his buddies that's there, and comes scaling up over the wall, getting to this section here with his movement. And it goes to Goblin A. 5, 10, 15, 20. Comes dropping down the ladder. His eyes widen as he sees the monk poised there. And that triggers your ready action. Okay, I'm going to go with an upper cut Moitoy elbow. Okay. Followed by a uh, knee from the side. So I'm going to use, I have a, if I attack with a monk weapon, I get a bonus attack. Okay. If I haven't used my bonus action, which I have not. So, first strike. Nine. Nine. So you, as he's dropping down, you swing quickly, trying to catch him as he's, as he's coming down out of the air, and you just miss him, cracking off the wood. You can feel the splinters in your in your uh, your flesh. All right, the knee, uh, 17. So riding yourself, you, you leap into the air, then the knee comes up, and you strike him right full on. Eight points of damage. And he flops over to the ground dead. Well, that's the end of his turn. And my <laughs> And then it goes to Goblin B. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. And he drops down, landing uh, near the corpse of his fallen comrade. He's swinging with a scimitar at the monk and gets a 16 to hit. That's what he had to get. So he swings quickly. The blade cuts across the, the chest of the monk. And the monk can uh, feel blood well up, and he's taken five points of slashing. Okay, done. All right. Goes to Goblin. So five, ten... You can hear more feet clatter onto the top of the uh, of the the tower, uh, but that goblin is has gone as far as he can. And it goes to toilet. Had to choose a name that sounds like toilet. <laughs> right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, it messed me up there because. Of the ready action. Yeah, yep. like, Did we not go? Uh, okay. So I'm going to lash out with my foot because I still have my I still have uh, my bow in one hand here. Okay. Lash out with my foot, my right foot, for uh, a uh, sidekick, and then shift it into Keikato if he's still alive. Okay. So the sidekick slams outwards. 25. Oof, is that a natural 20? Negative 19. Oh, wow. Uh, so that catches him full on as he slash, finishes the slash with a scimitar. You you crank the foot out. Six points of damage. You can hear something break underneath your feet. Wind rushes out of his lungs, coughing. He's still up. Then I shifted to Keikato, come down on top of his head with a 20. And that connects. The heel cracks right into his skull. 
for eight points of damage. And he is down. Um, that was action, bonus action. Uh, I'm gonna move. Okay. So you're running into a tent there, unless you you go. You, did you go to diagonal? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I went past the edge of it there. Gotcha. Okay. Maybe I rolled over the top of it. I am a monk. You you could have. You could have. Uh, and that ends my turn. All right. So the monk falls back. You can see blood on the front of his uh, of his clothes. Brian can. And then it goes to Brian. Seeing this one get to the top of the tower edge. So, technical question. How well built does that tower look? Does look very... Well, I mean, these guys are lumberjacks. They, they know their way around uh, construction. So, it's it's it decently constructed. Could an axe cut down a leg of it in a turn? Well, that depends on how strong you are. Could I tip it over? Um... <laughs> Uh, if you had a really good strength check. Yeah, that's what it's say. Because it's built secure enough to, you know, hold a, a, a yeah, form no, of Lista and, and it's connected to the walls. So, But if you get a if you get a good enough strength check, I would say, yeah. That'd be just because that would be fun. I think I'm <laughs> going to uh, just full-on head down charge. Okay. And uh, try to take out a corner with my shoulder and see what happens. All right. So the twirl is just singing of the sea. More or less right in there. Just see what. Let's just see what happens. Um, which uh, which one are you trying to? Which corner are you trying to take out? Whatever. I'll go in for that. Corner. This one there. The okay. Nearest one that I can catch. So I'd be over here, basically. Technically. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Brian. Comes racing in, the monk's eyes kind of widen slightly as he goes just crashing into the corner frame of the tower. So I need a really good strength check. Oh, athletic check, strength check. Okay, I'm trying to remember which of this is. I'm not sure if it would be athletics. Let me see. Athletics, uh, climbing, jumping, or swimming. Uh, yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, it'd be a little different. I think it would probably be just a, a straight-up strength check here. Brute strength. Yeah, yeah we could try it anyway. That was almost a natural. Actually, on my screen, it looks like a natural. Toy, really? But it's not. So there, there's a splintering of wood, and, and the actual tower itself does shake. You can see this goblin kind of catch himself, grabbing at the edge of the one of the railings. And uh, pieces of wood break off of the edge of that corner uh, from the frame of the heavy turtle, but it does not come crashing down. All right. Had to try, though. Yeah. All right. And it goes to this goblin who's after catching a hold of the of the railing. He's quite concerned and he knocks an arrow, steps to the edge right here and is firing down at the at the turtle trying to upend his world. Ooh. 
But he only rolls a two, total of a six. And the arrow slams into the edge of the of the actual tower itself and never even goes down and hitting the ground. At this point, he throws his bow, sighs, grabs his scimitar, comes down the ladder, and gets to here. And we go to this one, Fod. 15 also coming down the ladder. Okay, that was He's going to stay here and he's slashing at the barbarian with his scimitar. <laughs> and it bounces off his large shell and makes no connection or injury. Doesn't even actually dent his polish. And it goes back to the monk. Uh, fire an arrow into uh, Mr. Goblin SC. C, alright. Natural 20 for 25. Nice. So the arrow catches him oh, right in the back. That's great. It automatically does it. 13 points of damage. And you can just hear, and it falls against the ladder and is pinned there by the arrow off one of the rungs, and it just folds backwards, just hanging there, lifeless. And it goes to Brian. Unless, uh, are you gonna move with Torlith? Uh, no, I'm gonna hold position. Okay. All right, it is Brian's turn. Brian's gonna grab his grasp the heft of his great axe with both hands and spin 360 Ooh. and attempt to hit this goblin. All right. Actually, he's attempting to hit the ladder, but the goblin's in the way. Gotcha, gotcha. Total of 13. 13, so... Uh, oh, Torch is the name of the... Yes. Gotcha, okay. So the the... Uh, the axe wings and cuts out the the goblin's eyes widen and he kind of leans backwards lets the large blade go past him and then just crack into the ladder pieces of wood fly up from the blow and he is that the end of your turn yep he responds like stabbing out with the scimitar God, which bounces off the front part of your your shell, which is now facing him, and uh, does hardly hardly any damage at all. So it goes back to the monk. Uh, well, it worked good last time, so I'm gonna have to try to shoot the the other one. Okay, you're tracking your errors too, right? Uh, I yes, roughly. I I know how many I've used so far. Okay. Uh, only 11 points on that one. So that one actually goes wide. It slams into the tent to the right of the of the uh, the goblin. You can hear something break inside the tent. Oops. <laughs> 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 it goes back to Brian. Well, I'm going to reverse and swing back the other way. All right. Bringing pieces of the ladder with him. Right. 
or 24 Ooh, with that one. Ooh, that one connects. The big blade comes back across, catching the the goblin just about head level. For a total of 13 points. And takes the whole head with it, along with the ladder pieces. As he whirls, the blow carries the axe into the tent inside of him, and he hears something break. <laughs> I hope that's uh, nothing important is in that tent. <laughs> Are we insured? <laughs> we insured for random adventures. So quiet falls back on the camp other than the roaring fire, fires and the shouts of people trying to put it out. They're carrying water from uh, what looks to be a, a well at the center of the of the compound. And Occasionally, people are 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 stopping to, to to thank you, and they're trying to get these fires out. A few are are tending to the wounded and, and dragging people in from the outside. And within about a minute or so, you you can see this large man, sleeves rolled up, orange kind of mutton chops, to accompanying his slightly balding head. He comes uh, racing up to you. Who who are you fellers? Uh, sorry, I was hearing a noise. I, not in my headphones. Oh, uh, but okay, gotcha. Uh, uh, Brian has reached down and has the uh, headless goblin by the heel and is shaking him to see if anything is coming out of the pockets. <laughs> Uh, and uh, looks at the man and, and drops the goblin and holds out his hand. It's probably a little blood smeared or like that. And says, uh, 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 Call me Brian. We were just passing through and heard some uh, sounds of excitement. Thought we'd join in. The, uh, what looks to be the foreman for the, the lumber camp chuckles grabs grabs Brian's hand with a, a steady shake not not being worried about the the blood on it at all well I'm I'm sure you're glad you boys came along when you did it was starting to turn a little grim for us we're not really fighters you know just want to do a little bit of lumbering and some milling and selling the the product and uh, I'm not sure what drove these things out of their cave but uh, there's, a, there's a cave here we, we know of that they frequent often up uh a little bit north of us into the woods they never really come down here though so it's uh it's a little surprising that they're starting to starting to make their way this close to harshhaven it's a little concerning actually we might need to actually request some kind of uh mercenary assistance in the in the future i um i can't afford much but i'd, I'd like to give you something um and perhaps use what I do have available to hire you to finish the job? Uh, always interested in the job. Well, excellent. Excellent. What, uh, how's 400 gold if you clear out the, the goblin and their leader there from the, the cave? I will look over to my elder companion. More than we made from the last caravan run. By far. 
Are you still there, Owen? Uh, I'm meditating. Sorry, dudes. Uh, money for something? I, I more all... of these little green bastards. Oh, um, that's all right. Yeah, I could do that. Don't need any money, though. Just a good meal and a view of the stars. <laughs> Foreman kind of raises an eyebrow as he's looking at uh, looking at uh, Torleth. Do it. Do I know you? No, no, you don't. Oh, all right. You seem very familiar, but um, yeah, I know. Uh, well, it, uh, yes, I, I mean, two hundred apiece, right? Four hundred gold. However, you guys decide to split it. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. But we, that's what we can afford. And the the cave, I would say, is probably about a day north of us. Uh, what time of day is it now? Uh, it's roughly. I would say you guys probably that you had started out first thing in the morning, um, woke up, and traveled maybe an hour or so, and then and heard this. So it's probably only maybe eight or so in the morning. So you think we could get to the gate before? Nightfall, or you would think we would camp somewhere and then get to it? Well, um, doesn't look like too much slows you down. He kind of points to the tent still hanging off you, and then he kind of nods at the bonk. You guys uh, seem like you're pretty fast movers, so I'd say you could probably get there before nightfall. You oh. might want to get that looked at, though, son. He points to the, the cut on the, the monk's chest. I'm going to need a quick AFK. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we'll figure out what we're going to do here in a second. All right, we have returned. So, so yes, the, so the foreman is offering you 400 gold to head north. Um, nodded to the wounds on really both of you, but most of them uh, were apparent were on the monk. And uh, mentioned you might want to get those looked at. Um, he doesn't really have any type of real doctor or anything. I mean, there is a person that is is skilled in first aid type of types of things. That uh, eventually, after they're done seeing to the wounded, they they came over to check you guys out. Can, and... I, uh, can I take a quick nap or meditate? You, said you need a quick breather. Yeah, yeah, I need to meditate. A short it rest on. for long. Yeah. Do a short rest. Okay. Do do that. All right. So remember, they have that uh, feature there. I think you can just. Yeah, I'm spending one of my um, my uh, hit die. Cuckoo, and it should auto roll it for you. I think. What's that? Mm, didn't look like it rolled out. Yeah, didn't we figure that out how to do that? If you click on one of the click in filling one of the boxes as in using yep. one of those, it'll give it option. You click on that, it'll roll it. I don't does it. I don't does it auto roll it. Uh, it, it didn't, and now it's now it now it won't do it. So I'm gonna have to roll it with myself. I thought we had I, figured out how to do that there last time we played with Rich. I think I think you have to click on it. I have to click the button where it says you know the dice itself, like one d eight plus three or whatever. Or two, but now nor it did that the first time. 
Okay, there we go. Yeah, you have to click where it says 1d8 plus 2. So ah, I see it five. right there. Hit dice heal. 5. Cool. And it should actually add it back into your health, I think. There we go. It did. Yep. So I'm back to max health. Perfect. I used mine too. All right. I'm also back. Ooh, nine points. Nice. I only needed six, but yep. Yeah. So you guys take a quick breather. You kind of uh, set up around the, the camp. The, the healer comes over, takes a quick look at you, and then, then moves off to the more grievously wounded. The... The fires have been put out for the most part. There's still smoke filtering up into the air. And the the overall sense of, of the camp is urgency. You know, they're trying to get ready for that next possible attack. Well, after we are no longer appear to be bleeding, then I guess we head out north. Okay. So... Now, does north seem off off into the forest or does the road head that more direction or there is a, a kind of a thin path that winds into into the forest to the north um mostly maybe a logging trail you're not 100 percent sure it could be maybe there's you know even an establishment out this way but a good chance it's, it's at the very least a logging road all right then i will suggest we follow that So you, you crunch your way back out of the uh, the lumber camp into the little bit of leaves on the ground, and are quickly finding your way into the the, the depths of this forest. the The sounds of the camp fade behind you, and there's just the the calling of birds, and and the it, it actually almost seems peaceful in a way. As you you make your way into the into the forest, uh, heading to the north along the road, right along this this uh, path. Uh, that was my suggestion. If you're cool with that, then that's what we should do. Okay. Alrighty. Um, anything you guys want to do along the way? Any any things you're looking out for? What's the what's the monk doing? Looking at the pretty leaves. Okay. All right. See if there's any medicinal leaves out here. Okay. All right. Um, roll a... Let me see here. Probably a nature check. Maybe a medicine check. Let me see here. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Nature. Yeah, probably nature. Oh, God. I'm going to die. All right. <laughs> Four. <laughs> so, I mean, you found this, uh, pretty sure that this, you found a mushroom that, um... Hey, Bryn, Bryn, check this out, man. It will, uh... Dare me to eat it? <laughs> help your indigestion. Yeah, you're pretty sure the mushroom that you found. I'm pretty sure I've seen that stuff growing on dead fish. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? It smells pretty bad. Yeah. Maybe better not. I'll toss it away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I will uh, say that uh, na is... Na nature is not Torless thing just because I'm a wood elf. I'm not that kind of wood elf. <laughs> uh, Brian I grew, up, is... I grew up rich. Brian is uh, 
just keeping an eye, look at, looking to see if maybe this is the way the goblins came, if it looks like there's footprints or whatever like that. Okay. Uh, loosely, but also just sort of uh, happy at the prospect of swinging his axe some more. So give me... Um... I look like I'm lackadaisical, but I am keeping an eyeball on using perception. Go ahead and do a perception check, I guess, or a survival check if you're looking for tracks. Oh, whoops. My bad. Sorry. That was... Ooh, nice. Uh, 19 survival for Brian. So you... Brian kind of bends down and he's he's checking out the the tracks along this path. And it's very apparent that these... There are many feet uh, footprints here and they are various sizes so you know people from the camp most likely have used this road as well as there are actual goblinoid feet uh, that are represented here in the tracks as well so clearly this was used as a path Whew, what do you know it's just a hunch there are no tracks on the ocean <laughs> but it seems to work i think they came this way <laughs> cool Updated our listening thing there. Okay. Glad somebody knows where you're going. Mom and Dad never taught me that navigation thing. Oh, stick with me, son. I always know where I'm going. Excellent. Don't call me son. <laughs> I have problems with that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> so as the as the two learn a little bit more about each other, uh, you start to catch the scent of smoke on the air again. And you know that the breeze... Can we go in a circle? The breeze is carrying it from the opposite direction of where you left the camp. Gotcha, so we're not smelling the smoke that we left behind. Correct. There is also another footpath that leads off to the west which you you think is the direction that you're smelling the smoke. Or you could continue north. I guess the question is, remember north is where the, supposedly where the cave was. Off to the west, maybe that's another, potentially another settlement. Although he didn't tell us anything about another settlement. Eh, that's a go north. All right, so you guys are continuing up to the, uh, following along the north trail. Uh, in Brian's very, uh, very well done tracking, he notices that the the trail of the goblinoid footprints branch off the path and lead down over an embankment in where you can hear the sound of a brook running. And it's been a good portion of the day. It's not quite dark yet, but it's getting close. Like maybe they came up the embankment mm -hmm. from down there. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure goblins came from this direction, and goblins is what we're looking for. So the as you uh, crest down over the the embankment, you see a brook that's running through the forest into a hillside 
where you could had been seeing it for a little while now been rising up in front of you but it's covered with with trees forests you know so it wasn't really super distinguishable but this brook appears to be running out of the side of the hill and as you draw closer to it you see an opening that looks like a cave with the water running out of it well he didn't say anything about the brook but he did say a cave and I think the goblins came from here so good a place that it check monk agree yes the monk does he's hearing voices in his head at the moment but All right, then I guess. So the monk, monk's directly challenged. He's just calling. Tortle said he knows where it's going. He's going to believe it. Keeps fingering the rip in his cloak, though. It really bugs him. All right, so don't use the the two little green and yet red tokens. All right. Okay. So as as you get to the entrance of of the cave, the the elf's vision shifts into his his natural capabilities, and he's able to to, to see in through the entrance where the the water is running out, and ideally, bro, you should be able to see a little further in. So what I'm seeing here on the map is what I'm capable of seeing currently. Correct. Now, yeah, and I don't have dark vision, so I can't see it. So as far oh, as yeah. as Brian is concerned, what he's seeing right now is only what his vision is allowing him to see. Hmm. I think we found the hobgoblins. <laughs> Brian what? looks good. Brian looks concerned. What? We haven't seen any hobgoblins yet. What are you seeing? Didn't we kill some? Those were goblins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got those. There, there's one of those up ahead and some kind of campsite and, you know, that kind of stuff. Ah, uh, well, Brian is going to unsling his uh, two-handed great axe, give it a little shake and say light, and it's going to lighten up. Now, how far does that give you? Uh, torch, 20 feet of bright, 20 feet of dim, I think. That's neat. So the, the torch lights up. And there's a... Something is yelling on the inside. And you can see this figure running out <laughs> my tutor used to say that too and he is running across this makeshift bridge spanning the the brook yelling behind him as he does <sighs> Here we go again. so john just to make sure you are able to see this now yes cool <laughs> I figured it out. Nice. Is that one of the new things, or? Well, it was put Always in been there. while. It, well, it was put in a little while ago. Um, but oh, basically, the... the tokens have now the ability to reveal 
fog of war. So, is that why I had to be over on the other side? Yeah, it's why you had to be uh, red because I had assigned you to red your token. Gotcha. Okay. And so cool. I I use these tokens to reveal it. I can actually do it on your characters, but the problem is is like you could reveal things that I don't want you to reveal because mm -hmm. you couldn't see through a wall. Right. So, so I use these things down here to control that. That's cool. That yeah. Cool. So this figure he sees the he sees the axe ignite at the entrance to the cave. Two figures are standing there, silhouetted in its flame. He's yelling behind him, and he is running out across this bridge. What are you going to do? Probably rolling your shit up. You betcha. <laughs> Go ahead. I guessed right. Ooh, 19 for Torlet. A three for Brad. Well, to be perfectly honest, he couldn't see for a little bit. So, it goes to Torlet, who, who's seeing this figure running across the bridge. It's yelling behind him. Oh, man. Okay, we just be friends. Uh, do I count the square right here in front of me? Or am I technically in that one? Uh, don't count the, the white one. Okay. So your vision picks up. There's ragged leathers on the ground around an old campfire that is out. It's clearly where some of them have been sleeping. It smells foul in this cave. Pieces of bones littered around the, the old campfire. But your attention is on the goblin that is racing across the makeshift bridge toward you. So I'm going to do a little parkour, bounce back and forth, and jump into the middle of the bridge, and okay. strike with one end of my quarterstaff. All right. So the quarterstaff is out and in your hand. Twenty-four. Twenty-four hits. Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Sends this thing sprawling off the top of the bridge, disappearing into the water below. <laughs> now that I've moved in, can I see a little bit further? Or you am I... can. Hold on just a second. All right. So ahead of you, you see kind of a rough shift made wooden wall of just refuse and debris and a small walking plank that takes you across the 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 actual brook itself. Okay. Well, um, I, I've used all my movement and I've done an attack. I didn't use my bonus action, so I'm okay. just going to kind of hold that bonus action so i'm gonna roll some uh alertness for some other things here one second Ooh, okay. uh give me a quick perception check me yep well i'm not good at that man seven all right so 
Uh, yeah, as far as you can tell, you've, you've taken out the single assailant that was here. You sent him careening off into the water. His lifeless body is floating slowly underneath the bridge out of the uh, out of the cave. Then and it goes to Brian. I'm just looking around. Um, right, right there. Okay. So his torch lights up the air, the the, the torch that is his great axe lights up the area for his vision to see out you can see um across the brook there is this kind of rough hewn uh wall that is created over there there are these jagged walls that um really don't look super passable but maybe if you were quite a good climber you potentially might be able to get up them uh but it seems like the the standard way that this encampment has been using is this makeshift bridge over to that odd walking plank that goes across the brook right so up here is above me yes it goes there's a rough hewn walls gotcha yeah so i was just doing a more or less a look around to see uh, if i could hear anything and but uh that's the feel technically only move 25 so back to here okay to start up the bridge uh do I hear or see any movement or anything like that? Um, From when, like I said, he killed that goblin, but he was yelling. But so I'm just sort of listening. Roll your passive perception then, or I'm sorry, roll your perception. Six. Okay. Well, it just you hear the the rushing sound of water, um, and n nothing else. Well, then I suppose it's just I've got my axe in my hand, and if anything gets too close to me that I don't like, I'm going to swing my axe at it. Okay. Okay. Okay, goes back to the monk. Alright, still can't see anything, so... Cautiously, I'm gonna go this way. Okay. Make your way up along that rough wall. You can hear the monks running. Kind of crouch next to the edge of this wall and, and look this way a bit. Uh, look... Is this here a wall, or is that a plank across? That's the plank, right? That's that goes the, across? Yes, that's the yeah. plank that goes across. I'm going to yes. crouch, but this is like a, a wall of refuse, right? It is, yep. So I'm going to kind of crouch down next to that and look across the plank see what I can see. So glancing across the, the way, it looks like more sleeping quarters are, are there. 
and it so. kind of dead ends at another large section of, of wall, roughly built wall. So I'm going to continue to use the rest of my movement. So okay. as the monk races up uh, across the plank, he hears <laughs> things are thrown or fired into the air. Okie dokie. Oh dear. <laughs> Hi guys! <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> Alright. A ninja? I am not. So the monk races across the plank, suddenly... Did you already roll or we do we need to do that again? Nope, uh, it's still same same initiative, so he... Okay. Uh, they're just had a ready action is all. Gotcha. Oh, he looks special. So the... This, this one right here cocks Brian. back and throws a javelin and it sails through the air at the monk as he races across the plank. And gets a 20 to hit. Howie. Okay. That's what that hits. Sorry. I'm assuming that hits. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So that does... Oh, not very much. It does a total of three points as it glances off your, your, as your a shoulder. As a reaction, I'm going to do deflect missiles. Ooh, okay. So I need to... Um, Hang on. So I have to roll 1d10 plus 6. Okay. That reduces the damage by 13 points. If I reduce it to 0, then I can use the deflect missile attack. So I've caught the I've caught the javelin and I'm going to fling it back. Okay, so you snag the javelin out of the air, race across the plank as you do so. You hear more projectiles being fired from the right, but your focus is on this guy here, and you send the javelin right back at him. Nineteen. Nineteen hits. The javelin comes sailing back. You see his eyes go, and the javelin nails him right in the chest. Okay, it looks like it, it it has a set damage, like one d four plus three. Yeah. So it doesn't use their damage. It's, it's one of my it's one of my martial arts attacks. Is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it becomes a monk weapon. <laughs> yeah, it becomes a monk weapon. So he took four points of damage. Okay. <laughs> the javelin is now that he threw is now sticking out of his left shoulder. <laughs> Been waiting for someone to do that. My goodness, this is not battle music. Come on. And that was uh, that was my reaction. So. Okay. Now more projectiles are hurtling out of the darkness to your right. Uh, an arrow flashes across. I'm gonna holler for Brian. Brian. This one gets a 10 as the arrow shatters off the stones to at your feet, spraying you with splinters. The second one careens up and hits the top part of the roof of the cavern, showering down pieces of arrow on top of you as you hurl the javelin back at this goblin. Behind him, a, a large figure is lurking. And that's the end of your turn? You use your action, you use your movement, 
I've used my well. I haven't actually used my action. You you haven't used your action. You've moved your used your movement and your reaction. Yep. Um. I'm gonna hurl a dart at uh, this gentleman over here in front of the wolfy-looking thing. All right, grabbing a dart off your chest, you sail it out with a quick movement of your wrists. That was my turn for a second. Oh, sorry, I rolled damage first, I thought. Very yeah, presumptuous. I know, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. 17. <laughs> 17 hits! The dart slams right next to the javelin that is sticking out of his shoulder. <laughs> Seven points of damage. You can hear a, as that one really sinks home. Now my turn's done. <laughs> What's that? Now I think I'm done. Okay. Because I could do a second unarmed attack. Now because of the uh that was a monk weapon but i don't have nobody's within range to do an unarmed attack on so <laughs> so this wait this, uh... wait Three, four. <laughs> hang on just okay still learning this guy mm, have i used a bonus action yet no oh well if i do that though I'm going to empower my Eldritch tattoo. Okay. For bonus action, I can empower it for one minute. During the duration, each of my melee attacks with a weapon or an unarmed strike can reach a target 15 feet away from me as inky tendrils launch toward the target. Okay. And in addition, melee attacks deal an extra 1d6 force points of damage, so on and so forth. I can only use it once a day. All right. So you feel this, now, this odd power sorry, surging. Now this one goes 5, 10, 15, 20, uh, 25, stops, turns, spins, fires the bow, getting a 14, and it sails wow. past your head. It's close, though. Uh, wait a minute. Oh my word, it never saved it. Hmm? Oh dear. Okay, well. It didn't save something here one second. Mm something real quick okay snarling this thing races past that one goblin with the dart and the javelin in his shoulder it races up to you and clamps its, uh, snaps its jaws. 
at you. Because I screwed that up, I don't have anything to click on. Good, ding it. And gets a total of a 20 to hit. Well, we already know that hits. All right, so the, the teeth pierce into your leg, and you uh, can feel blood running down it, and you also need to make a 13 strength saving throw. Mm, not my strong point. Ha, see what I did there? Mm -mm. I made a 13! Hey, how about that? So you, hey, how about that? <laughs> it tries to yank you off your feet, uh, but is is unable to. And you take a total of whew, uh, 13 piercing damage. Crap farm. That's a bad one. Yeah, that was some high rolls. Both of those were fives. Ugh. Okay. From there. This one goes... Uh, he's going to throw another javelin. And gets a 17. Hits. Okay. John, when was the last time we had played a monk? I think you had to carry me out of cave. <laughs> there are three. You take nope. another three points of piercing damage. <laughs> You, you, you got a little bit of far away from me. <laughs> well, that's what happened last time, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, if I remember right. I'm too fast. I'm not used to the speed. 10, 15, 20. He gets a scimitar out. And then it goes to Brian. There's a lot of snarling and whining and fussing, and that was just from the mop. All right, so what can I see? So, here's what the mop has discovered. You able to see that now? Uh, yes. Oh, that's true. I didn't think I didn't. I forgot you couldn't actually see what was he, going on he, up here. He couldn't see anything. That's just, cool. Which is kind of cool. Cool enough. Terrifying sense. Right. So you've got... Oh, movement at the moment. So you've uh, got the... This large wolf-like creature by the by the monk trying to sink his teeth in. These other ones, these small goblins are in front of correct. a, a larger-looking one. Correction, he has sunk his teeth in. A sunked, yes, yes. Yes, he's sunked his teeth. I'm going to force the mushroom between his jaws. <laughs> <laughs> Chill out, dude. Man, dude. I'm going to bonus action give a bellow and go into a rage. Rage. And unhook one of my uh, javelins that I've recovered. Okay. <laughs> and throw it at B. Okay, so the javelin is hoisted up by the powerful arms of the barbarian, and it's within a shot disadvantage either. No, it's or not. Is, or as a goblin calls it, a tree trunk. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> 13 to hit. 13 to hit. So it sails just past this this uh, goblinoid creature and slams into the ground, kind of skittering across the rocks. What else would you like to do? That was my movement action and bonus action. All right. So then it goes to. He bit me. He shot me. He shot me. It's my turn. Yay. It is. I'm going to whack the doggy off my leg here. Okay. I'm going to drop two elbows down on top of its head. Just a reminder, too, that you, in case you forgot, I had said you could start with a potion of healing. I know, but I really don't like to use one when it's attached to my leg. Uh, okay. So I would like to drop two elbows onto him. Okay. I think the first one missed with an 11, and the second one probably missed with a 13. This, the, the first one does miss, and the second careens right over the top of it and does miss as well. All right, spending a key point going into Flurry of Blows. Okay. So that's two more attacks. It's an 18. That strikes, slamming right into the jaws of the creature. And an 8. God, what a good time to get three misses. <laughs> and that misses as well. So one of them does connect, though. I wonder why I don't play monks anymore. I have really bad luck with them. <laughs> uh, so I hit once. Yes. Yay me! Did you? Do you have enough key points? What? How many key points do you have left? I have one left after this because when we get the short rest, it uh, reset my key points. Gotcha. Do you have stunning strike yet as a third level monk? I don't remember. Uh, no, that is not a thing anymore. But I I do have the open hand technique, which is about to be used. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, unarmed strike drops on his head for 1d4 plus 4. That's 8 points of damage. Because I've activated my tattoo, that adds an additional... Move out of the way, clear. Alright, there we go. 1d6 of force damage. Okay. Roll that real quick. That's another 5 points of damage. And I am going to... Um, <laughs> I am going to uh, activate, as part of the Flurry of Blows, I'm going to activate the Way of the Open Hand. Okay. Um, which means... I can impose one of the following effects. I can knock it over if it fails a dex save. I can push it up to 15 feet if it fails a strength saving throw. Or it can't take reactions until the end of, the, of its next turn, and that's what I want to do. Okay. So I don't want it to be able to take a reaction. Okay. And then I'm going to run back this way. Place both hands on the shoulders of my turtle friend and vault over the top of him. <laughs> yep. Possibly not successfully, evidently. And keep running this way. Vault <laughs> <laughs> goes toloo and goes racing. <laughs> now, how much damage did you do on the blow to the... Uh, total of 13. Thank it was a 13. You. 
striking into this a large wolf-like creature. You can tell it's hurt, but it's somewhat resilient and takes the blow. All right, and then careening past your barbarian friends. I'll slide between his legs. Keep <laughs> <You keep> going. <laughs> and that is the end of your turn. Yes. All right, it goes to this goblin. Who? Ah, uh, man. You've got probably about three quarters cover, I would say, where Brian is. Seeing as you're able to see him slightly, he's able to see you slightly. But that's going to add quite a bit to your armor class. I'd say about a, a plus four or so. So he fires the bow. Doesn't get anywhere close. You can hear an arrow thud off the back of the wall. And he adjusts. Eh, no, he's going to stay where he's at. And then it goes to the wolf. Who's snarling goes racing out onto the planks and rushing up to the barbarian, leaping into the air, snapping his jaws at the large turtle. And it gets an eight. <laughs> so, much like the other goblins that tried to attack the turtle back at the camp, this thing cannot connect with him. And then it goes to this guy, who rotates out slightly. Still lots of cover for Brime. He throws his javelin into the air. And gets ooh, a 21. So if you have four added to your AC, what's Brian's AC? 17. All right, so it does hit him. Oh, I thought it was coming after me for a second. So the, boy, this guy just does not do well with his javelin. So so he only rolled a one, so a total of three damage as the javelin glances off. And slightly, you know, the impact of it definitely was felt. But it goes careening off into the water to your left. Uh, so it's half because I'm raging. So is that rounded up or down? I can't remember. I We rounded up. Okay. So, so two. two. All right. Then goes to B, who also pulls out an arrow, fires it. Oh, not on the javelin. But anyway, you got a 10. So that arrow goes sailing off into the darkness over here on the on what would be his right side, your left, and misses you entirely. And it goes to you, Brian. I will uh, begin to hand the axe, bring it up, and just chopping motion right down on this wolf. Okay. You could hear the, the unusual magical flame yeah. careen well, around. Total oh. nine. And it slams down. It was a quick movement. The dire wolf just drops to the, the side and the axe bites into the wooden plank that you're on. Uh, oh, yep. So that was my action yeah that i like this seems to be a decent enough bottleneck this uh it's pretty decent i mean if he does a little bit of jumping and stuff he could probably get around you but you're gonna get an attack of opportunity if he does yep all right and it goes back to torlith what's the monk up to 
drinking a potion. What are you up to? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So Rolly, I think it's two d four plus two. Is it for the the cheapo one? I think so. Yeah, two d four plus two for a potion of healing. Yep. Mm, how come I don't see it in my inventory? I know I put it in there. Shift to all. Did you put it in his inventory or did you put it in the wizard's inventory? Good point. You said 2d4 plus what, what bro? 2d4 plus 2. Alright, I'm just going to roll with the 2d4 over here. So, 7 points back. Nice, okay. Go ahead and heal yourself. Done. Brings you up to a total of 15, I believe. That was an action, correct? That is correct, yeah. Um. So I'm gonna stay here and withdraw my withdraw my bow. <laughs> I, I'm leaning more toward bonus action potentially with with potions these days, but. I'm not worried about it. It's one of the one of the home rules brews is they do that, isn't that theory? You can't you don't can't have a boat belt pouch full of them, you know, like bonus action drink, next turn bonus action drink, next turn bonus you know, that sort right. of thing. But you could ha theoretically have one on your belt that you could chug as a bonus action. Yeah, like you, allow the first you, one to kind of be Right. And then it would take an action to d dig another one to up. To get another one. Like that. That's that's a fairly common homebrew rule but it, it it's not specifically anywhere that i'm aware of just from an action economy standpoint and and the cost of them i'm, I'm leaning toward a pro probably will do that so basically like your first potion is somewhere within close reach so you can use a bonus action to get it if you want to and that's like i said that's often you know a group that has multiple players that can heal and stuff like that they don't necessarily use that but mm -hmm. it's one of those sort of deals so, but in any case. so in that case, you, you've used a bonus action to drink that that potion, bro. Oh, I have. Okay, then I'm gonna take a shot with my longbow. All right. At Bravo. All right. Uh, Actually, no. At the weird guy in the back. Okay, thirteen. That is five. Uh, maybe fifty. I got 150 for my first rank increment. I think. Right, but you can't see him though. Oh, 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 it's my eyeballs. Gotcha. Yeah, because so, your dark vision is... Can I see anybody at this point? Uh, you oh, well, can definitely I can see, the, see the dire wolf, yeah. All right, yeah, I'll take a shot at him, then. Okay. And I just stared at the thing like it was going to do it itself. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> so it does. You, you quickly, you, you spin turning uh, as you reach the end of the bridge and fire. The arrow slams into the side of the dire wolf. I wouldn't say slam with only six points of damage. Hey, well, you know. Pierces, maybe. <laughs> Every little piece. Yes, yes, quite quite. Uh, all right. I'm down to nine arrows. Okay. Me, I started this. Uh, I wasn't planning on playing an archer, but yeah. <laughs> I'm a ranger. So uh, this one knocks an arrow, fires it. Hey, at... don't knock it. Uh, my skills would actually be pretty good as a ranger. <laughs> He's going to want to adjust over here. And he's going to fire at 
the turtle turtle still is going to get a plus two to his armor class because of the dire wolf in front of him and with a 12 it sails another arrow over the top of your heads disappears in the darkness behind you and is unable to hit you and then it goes to the wolf who is wincing from the the arrow that slammed into it it is going to make an intellect check Ooh, with a 19 snarling it leaps past the barbarian point where I get a reaction, or does that yep. make it so I don't? Nope, you get a reaction. Alright, well then I'm going to swing the axe. Alright. With another three, Oof. for a nine. <laughs> <laughs> so the axe goes over the top of the thing's head as it leaps by. Five, ten, twenty, twenty-five. It races up on the monk, leaping into the air. With the crunching of jaws, that is a uh, 24 to hit. Um, it's not me, is it? It is. Son of a biscuit. How did he get past the freaking barbarian? <laughs> hey, Jack. No, I was trying to pee. I'm coming three. back. I've rolled a three with my axe twice now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you take... I pretty much we pretty much know he hit me. So how much did he hit me for? Yeah, he he hits you for a total of uh, th uh eight points of damage. Oh good. Okay, can I go pee now? <laughs> yes, yes. All right, John. Oh, wait, is it my turn now? No, nope, nope. no. Uh, nope. Goes to the goblin boss here who sidesteps. Yeah, okay. He's ready against javelin. Throws it at the turtle. Now that one is a 20 to hit. Monks are bad luck. Yep, that'll hit. And it gets a total of six points of piercing damage. So a total of three for you. I swear John was playing a barbarian the last time I played a monk. <laughs> yep. So the javelin does stick out of your upper thigh. And then it goes to this guy. Who... Is it a five, ten... And he is firing his arrows at the turtle. And gets a 10. It shatters off the the, the hardened shell of the of the barbarian. And it goes to Brian. Seeing the dire wolf has gone past him, you can hear it as the wolf is sailing back into the monk. It must taste better than you do. So much for that whole turn. You're less crunchy. Yeah. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Says the turtle. Yeah, to the monk. <laughs> I'm gonna swing at this wall. <laughs> Barbarian races up. You gotta stop moving around, man. And, and slams the. For 14. That the only way I can hits. stay alive is just I keep moving around. <laughs> I stand still, they're gonna kill me. They're trying to keep me. Uh for a total of eleven points of damage. Eleven points, wow. 
So the blood pours out of the back of this thing. Just It's dripping down onto the bridge, falling off into the water. It's staggering slightly, but it is still on its feet. And it goes back to Torleth, the monk. Uh, I'm going to need a quick five-minute break, please. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we have resumed. All right, I'm going to attack the wolf. Okay. Monk sails into action, seizing his moment. I'm going to kick him with one leg. Okay. For 18. That hits. First strike slams into the back of the wolf. It, it uh, snarls. I'll see if it's still alive after this for seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. The wolf collapses to the ground right. and lies still. And nobody else is within range, so I will kick it again for good measure. And then... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's probably going to be it for me, I guess. Okay. Uh, are you going to use any of your movement? To... Uh, no, not... Uh, Total said stay near him, so I'm going to stay near him. Okay. And if you can keep me alive if I'm right next to him. They move down. <laughs> to trying to try. Okay. So we go to. Mm. I'm gonna hide in flame sight. Okay. Well, uh, wait. Can is that an action? Because I don't think I can do that after an attack. Yeah, that's that's a, uh, I believe, an action. Got it. You'd have to have like the rogue. Capability to take their bonus action stuff to to disengage or hide. Okay, so um, this guy, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Well, they think they get you on the run, so he goes. Uh, uh, All right, so this one races up, knocks an arrow. Seeing the uh, the monk. Okay, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30, oh, yeah, 35. so they go shoot the monk. Then they'll go after the big, huge turtle. <laughs> this, one, this one is going to fire the arrow down at the monk. And the arrow hisses over the top of your heads, shattering against the wall in the back part of the cavern. And then the boss runs up behind him. And what is the range on a jab? Uh, 30 feet for the first range. So he runs here. That was 5, 10, 15, 20. Now, 30. That's 35. So he's going to make an attack with disadvantage on the turtle. And he gets a 10 as the javelin falls short going into the brook. And then the last one comes racing down. 5, 10, 15. 
seeing the mark. Noxidera. I think they don't like punks. And gets an 18. I like elves. Oh, well, there's that too, I suppose. So I the... prefer to take classes rather than races. <laughs> um, yes, that would have hit, brother. Okay. Uh, do you want to use your reaction or... What do you think? <laughs> I'm going to go with the yes there. Well, so... that and that, has, that takes place after you roll damage. So. Oh, yes. That's true. So he does a total of five points of piercing damage. Or he would. Good news, he's not going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will negate it by 12. Wow, so you have negated it completely. But they're too far away for me to use the retaliatory attack, so I will just drop it next to me. Score for, actually, will it fit my longbow? Because I'd shoot it back up. Uh, I mean... No, no, yeah. I think goblins do short bows. So yeah, they do. I'll just drop it next. So the monk snatches the arrow out of the air, letting it fall at his feet, glaring back across the brook to the now visible, visible um, assailants. Okay. And from there, it goes to Brian. Hearing the splash from the javelin that was directed at him from the goblin boss. Brian will spin around. Get tired of all this running! Running where Brian is. Ooh. The barbarian charges out of the darkness. And big old overhand swing right at funky looking guy in the middle. At the boss, <laughs> okay. The funky monkey. So, as a reaction... The boss Wait. grabs this one, throws him over here, <laughs> and your your blow is now coming down on this Fair one. Enough. I like it. I like it a lot. I want to learn that one. <laughs> I, I, actually, he, he wasn't that dumb. Sorry, uh, my apologies. He grabbed this one, threw him into place. <laughs> well, I rolled an 11. So, distracted from the sudden... Uh, uh, the, the axe bites short of his target. That is now sitting in front of him with wise eyes wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, reaction thing they have. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's it. Uh, all right. And from there, it goes to the bonk. Um. You can see him now. That's a there's a wall there. Yeah, that's a really big. Um, oh, I mean, that's you, the... you could try to climb it, but you need a really good oh, athletic check. It, it goes up. Oh, it looks like yes. it goes down. Okay, my bad. Uh, oh yeah, as flavor, I've started to sing again. Okay. Stop singing that. Okay, Moxfield it is Wheaties. I keep knocking him over. I, I gotta set your uh, toggle here one second. Toggle. I'm much more agile than that. <laughs> auto, <laughs> auto race. There we go. Yeah, honestly, you can pass through. You, you yeah. The, the whole handspring off my shell and over like that is something you can do. That was flavor. I know. Uh, I'm gonna 
after vaulting over, you know, like putting my hands on the back of his shoulders and vaulting over the top, I'm going to land next to this guy and go into my attack sequence. Okay, so you, as you land here, you start to send out a several strikes. Let's see if this goes better this time. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Natural one. Natural. For a total of, for a total of seven. Uh, roll one d20. Monks are just bad. <laughs> What'd you get? Fourteen. Oh, okay. All right. So you did not strike your total friend. You just it, it just sailed over their head by a far margin. So that one, the second one was a 13. That one uh, does not land as your small target tries to avoid you. Fine. Flurry of blows. My last key point. Okay. God, I would love to hit things. That would be amazing. 14? That one misses just barely. Son as... of a gun. <laughs> as the... How about 18? Does 18, 18 hit, bro? 18 hits. Out of flurry of blows, I fit one every time. <laughs> This is asinine. Seven points of damage. So, with one snap of your your uh, reverse heel, this thing's eyes roll over it, inside of its head, and it falls to the ground dead. Unreal. Okay. End of your turn, bro? I'm pretty sure I'm done, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for playing. Uh, it's been a nice day. It goes to Goblin Boss, who is like, oh, screw it. Uh, ten, he comes in. Do you hate monks, bro? Do you just hate them? Lashing you, you out. You don't understand how they work, so you just kill us immediately when we come <laughs> on the board. Yes. <laughs> but he's actually he's a targeting Bride. He's been okay, okay. about all right. Bride all right. this entire time. That's different then. That's all right then. So he is actually uh, attacking with a multi-attack. So the first one is attacking with normal. So he slashes out, getting a total of a 22 to hit. That is. And he does uh, six points of slashing damage, uh, or three, actually, to you. And then his second strike is made with disadvantage. Uh, and he definitely fails that with a seven just it clacks off the side of your shell edge and he's not able to get any purchase on his second uh, strike and then it goes to goblin b who has also grabbed his scimitar and is attacking the turtle did the boss roll damage or did i miss it yeah he rolled damage he did a total of six which is half to three right yeah okay because of the berserking gotcha okay must have missed it so the scimitar slashes out with an 11 to strike the turtle. Pretty sure that does not hit. Does not hit. And is easily slapped to the side. And it is now Brian's turn. Well, uh, still singing of the sea and now grinning. <laughs> Again, could go for an overhead strike on the goblin boss in front of him. All right, that's the reaction. <laughs> 
he throws <laughs> he throws him under his your blade. Is that move called throw under the bus or? Uh, no, I think it's like redirect. It's called redirect. Oh, that's nice. That's I know they should have called it something more. Yeah, Ooh, uh, that is twenty-one. That is. So he throws this goblet buddy underneath Torch. For a total of seven points of damage. And kills it kills him outright. Alright, that's just funny. Anything else you'd like to do? Alright. Barbarian steps up between the monk and the the last goblin standing, and it goes yeah. to the monk. All right, so underneath the armpit of the turtle, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a serpent strike. <laughs> okay, using my tendrils from my tattoo at this guy. So these inky tendrils just suddenly sprout from underneath the the turtle's arms. Seventeen. That hits exactly. And then I'll release another one from underneath the other armpit. That's eleven. That does not hit. Sails no. by him on his right. So one hits for one d four plus four, so seven points of damage plus another one d six because of the extra force damage from the tat. Okay. So eleven points of damage total. So the blow that comes in from the left slams into this this goblin's face his neck snaps back and he falls over and lies still ow that hurt used all of my potion uh <laughs> Brian's, looking looking for another, Brian's looking for another target I'm looking for a first aid kit. So, you, somewhat limping, the the bloody the, the the monk is kind of breathing heavily next to the, the large barbarian, who's just he's his head is just snapping in every direction, quickly looking for targets. Yeah, and whenever it is my turn, I'm gonna move so I can see some more. See, probably about where I can get. Okay. Alright, and if I don't see anything to throw an axe at, my rage will play. Bong. <laughs> and it does. So, my breathing will go back to normal and I will uh, stop singing. So, in front of you, what appears to be a, a, a goblin encampment where the, the leader most likely stayed. Old crates and boxes are, are littered throughout the area. Uh, a fire that had been going, was that had been hastily put out at, upon hearing the yell from the sentry, uh, is still smoking. Uh, there's not great ventilation here. The air is thick with fire uh, smoke and, and the smell of, uh, and stench of, of goblin unwashed bodies. The brook runs by you, behind you, that you can see there. there is um, probably what is some stolen goods, that that, that type of thing, in around the, this area. Back across that uh, second bridge, the 
the elf noticed as he looked in there it appeared to be another sleeping area with more crates and boxes well i'm gonna toss the place <laughs> all right so in this in this um main section here where you start uh you find a, a a crate that contains a a fine looking blue cloak with a with a red interior you're not sure if it was meant for a noble that was on a caravan that they had, they had waylaid or not but um you, you find that uh, that notable item you also find 453 gold pieces 187 silvers and uh 24 coppers in amongst all the various uh, chests and, and crates, as well as a small little silver skull-shaped ring with one eye containing a yellowish gem. Now, I assume you where you said you tossed the place, you also went down into this section here. Um, Yo. And down there you discover... An additional 132 gold pieces and 22 coppers, and two bottles of a, a red, viscous-looking liquid, roughly in the same shape and size as the healing potions that you have on your on your person. Wait, there's another healing potion. Here's to be two. Dude, uh, first room. I just pull it back. Fine cloak. The ring with a skull shape and a yellow gem. Yep. And what was the gold in the first room again? Four something? It is. Here, one sec. Let's figure out what all this stuff is and divvy it up. <clears throat> Can I have one of the potions? <laughs> so it does, you also noted too that the, the cavern goes back as far as this room where the boss was, uh, the goblin boss, and does not have any other in, you know, entrances. Um, while you're maybe a little nervous to sit here and have a short rest there could be more goblins coming back you never know but uh quite a few of them died on the raid on the lumber camp um but that is a potential possibility you know but a, a short rest is also an option um yeah i would say well uh uh i'm gonna hold up the cloak for size and then toss it to my elven Okay. I put the ring on my finger. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Well, if he's going to do that, I'm going to wrap the cloak around my shoulders. So the ring. One moment. You feel an odd trickling sensation in, in your finger that begins to 
worm across your your whole body, but you're not quite sure yet exactly what um, what it's doing. And you get a similar sensation when you put on the cloak. Something's happening, not right off, but it's it's slowly happening. All right. Strange, but okay. And then we gotta divide the gold, I assume, on the super math. Yes. Uh, and yeah, you might as well take the potions. I still have mine, so go ahead and take put them both in your inventory. Uh, the healing potions? Yeah. I'll drink both of them. You don't want to take a short rest instead? Mm, fine, I'll take a short rest. That is the ring you have on your finger. Nice, it's very piratey. These are just normal potions, yes, bro? They are. They appear to be the same exact thing that you had. And I have some kind of cloak, right? You do. You have a cloak that looks like this. I'll bundle it up, put it in my backpack until I can get it. Seem I have to have it identified or something, yes? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, you, you said you had thrown it on, so I mean, you felt this weird thing happening when you threw it on. You gonna keep wearing it, or are you gonna put it in your in your backpack? Uh, I'll keep wearing it. Screw it. Okay. All right. So. Quiet has fallen across the, the cavern. You hear just the brook trickling by. Um, your large companion finishes, finishes tossing the entire entire cave sections, uh, and f you find a fair amount of gold. Plus, you've also cleaned out the, the goblin infestation of the area that you know is worth another 400 gold from the lumber foreman. Which guys like to do? I'll go back and report our success, of course. Okay, so you're you're currently at seven health. Um, oh, I thought we. Were, oh, this is pre-short rest. Let's yes. have a short rest and then go back. Okay, you guys gonna uh, rest in the cave? You gonna go outside the cave? Or? Yeah, and if you uh, you want to add two hundred ninety-three gold, ninety-three silver, and twenty-three copper. There you go. That's splitting the gold in half. Well, I'm not back up to full. I had to spend. I have literally have no more of these point things. That's, that's kind of cool. I've never had that one before. Um, and I'm sorry. How much money am I adding? Two hundred ninety-three gold, ninety-three silver, and twenty-three copper. Thank you. Back up to nineteen hit points. Nice. There you go. I'm totally out of action points. Or whatever they're called. So don't you get them back after a short rest? 
uh, no, the the dice that you have to spend to get hit points back on a short rest. Oh, that's what you're at. Yeah, you're at a hit yeah, dice. I'm out of hit dice. Yes, thank you. All but right. yes, my key, my key points are back. So after a, a brief rest off in the, the woods a little ways away from the, the cave itself, you find yourself back on your feet and heading south back down the path toward toward the camp? Yes. Oh yeah, I've cut off the goblin chieftain's head and bringing that with us. Ah, so Brian's got that all hanging off his shoulder there. Is that necessary? <laughs> you usually want proof that we did what we said we're doing. People don't always believe me. Okay. Sit so down the path you go with the goblin leader's head hanging off uh, Brian's shoulder. I'm going to walk in front of him so I don't have to avoid the blood spots behind him. Now, it is quite dark at this point. Um, well, not quite dark, but it is dark. It's it's basically the the evening uh, at the end of a long day's travel. So are you guys going to do a kind of a forced march, or are you going to... We probably yes. should make camp. Okay, or we're going to make camp. Well, I mean, the forced march would be another... Yeah, because we took us like six or so hours to get up here, right? Roughly, yep. And we rested for an hour or so, so it's going to be getting dark. And you're traveling in the woods in the dark would be, could be a little tr troublesome. Okay, dope. Are you uh, going to make a fire? It is getting a little cooler these days. I'll wrap my new cloak around me. Yeah, we'll make a we'll make a little camp. Okay. So, with a uh, little bit of setting up there, you guys have got a a, a nice little campfire going. Your um, just a little bit off the path under a uh, section where if it does rain, you ideally should not get too wet and the fire will hopefully stay going. The The area is definitely, um, you, you know that it's, you know, you're a ways back into this woods. Um, other than that odd trail that branched off from this lumber, lumber path that you were following, that's really the only real movement and the real um, signs of any kind of civilization that you've seen out here. Okay. All right. Who's taking first watch? Okay. First watch. Oh, okay. There we go. I'll take first watch. Okay. So just give me a perception check. Can't roll to save my life today. Eight. What is it? Eight. An eight. Okay. So I mean, you're you're sitting there, you're in lounging near the fire. Um, nothing really major occurs, and uh, you, your watch passes uneventfully. Excellent. Just the way I like it. I will wake my barbarian friend up and curl up in my cloak and go to sleep. <laughs> okay. So the evening for the last part of the uh, barbarian, if you want to make a quick perception check there. Uh, sure. Five. 
<laughs> so, so uh, again, you know, passes by uneventfully, um, nice and quiet, and you don't notice really anything going on until the the morning comes. Still feel a little little drowsy from the long watches, but for the most part, you're you're able to continue your your trek back to the camp. All right. So the as you get, oh go ahead. I said, did we want to check that western path, or were we just going back to the camp? To the camp. All right, to the camp. <laughs> All right, so you head south, and and uh, within uh, you know a good portion of the day uh, for for the day's travel, you arrive back at the camp. Are, are greeted with some very hesitant uh, people who crowd onto the the towers to look at you approach, and then are are quite happy of your of your for your service. And uh, a, a a small feast is set up. The 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 lumber captain, the foreman, uh, pays you the four hundred gold, so you can split that into your your amounts. And the he he's. Just kind of noting that um, that the the problem with the goblins is, appears to be sated. They're, they've had no further attacks while you were gone. Uh, is there some other settlement up to the northwest a bit? Ah, oh, there's um, old Cobb's house, but um, there's no settlement. Gotcha. We. Uh... On our way, we saw another path. There seemed to be some wood smoke, but we did not investigate. We don't know whether that was just his fire or if they got him too. Oh no! Well, we'll we'll send a, a few of the lads to go check into that. Uh, there's a good chance maybe when they swept down, um, they they hit him as well. That's unfortunate. Well, yeah, you're more than welcome to stay here and uh, rest up, and um, we. We definitely appreciate uh, your your service, and um, I uh, really hope that uh, you know someday we can repay the favor more than just gold. You're not uh, inclined to lumber work, are you? He kind of looks at your axe. Oh heck no! Oh him. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, only, only if it's repairing the ship. The ship, boy, you're you're a long ways from the ocean, there, lad. Ah, the ocean is everywhere. If you walk far enough. That's true. That's true. Well, all right. Uh, Make yourselves at home. Uh, Rest up. Uh, Feel free to grab anything you want for food. And um, I I wish you the best. Thank you again, lads. So he kind of heads off to take care of other chores. And that is where we can call it. Cool. Killed some goblins. <laughs>